What's going on, you guys? You already know who it is. You're born at Clips, born 94. Excuse me. And uh, it's been a while, but today we're bringing back the 24-7 Wrestling Podcast. Um, I'm going to be more consistent with more episodes. Um, I am going to change the name also of my podcast. It's just going to be called Narcolepsy Boy Everything. Uh, so from now on, I will be talking about more than just wrestling. Uh, I'm plugging in NFL, uh, NBA, AEW too, some other, some other promotions too. But I want to talk about more stuff than just wrestling. So um, today we are going to do the Class of Champions predictions. Since Class of Champions is tomorrow night. Um, it's an okay card. Um, uh, not too, too exciting, but, um, there are some matches that I think could possibly be show stealers. Some other matches that could be very interesting. Other matches, you know, are just been thrown in there. Have no storyline, no build up to it at all, but they just thrown right into the mix. So, um, we'll hop in with the, uh, let's hop in right into the United States Championship match. AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. This could be match of the night. Doesn't really have a build up to it much, um... The match was kind of thrown together. I mean, I know Cedric's been having issues with the OC and everything, but there's really been no really storyline between AJ Styles and, and Cedric Alexander. Um, there's really nothing there that they've been doing. But this match should be really good. I, the chemistry between the two could be really good. Cedric Alexander is very, very underrated. Um, I've been a fan of him since he uh, debuted in the Cruiserweight Classic a couple years ago when you know the fans were chanting, uh, sign Cedric, sign Cedric and everything. He was very impressive in that tournament, um, and you know he was uh, probably the best cruiserweight when he was in the cruiserweight division at two hundred five live for those years. Uh, him and um, probably say him and like Rich Swan and you know Mustafa Ali and all those guys. Buddy Murphy was also good too, but Cedric was probably the best head and shoulders above those cruiserweights of all of those guys. He's probably the best one, um, and then AJ Styles, of course, you know AJ Styles top five best wrestlers in the world right now at 42 still I mean if you ask me I mean dude can have a match with the broomstick it'd be a five-star match so I said that many times but AJ Styles is so good in the ring um and he hasn't been in the world title picture since he lost the belt uh around last year so I mean he hasn't really been involved in the world title picture as much so I wonder if they're gonna push him back into that soon especially with the with him being with uh Gallows and Anderson now with them having the faction uh, but I expect this to be the match of the night, and I expect AJ Styles to get the win. Uh, I don't see Cedric Alexander winning. Um, I did hear that, you know, Paul Heyman, you know, wants to do a slowed build-up for him. Um, he's real high on Cedric Alexander, so maybe, you know, maybe Cedric does win. You know, maybe it's a, a, a shocker. You know, sometimes they do pull um, swerves and switcheroos and everything, so maybe Cedric does win and gets the victory and wins the United States Championship. I think it would be more of a surprise than anything. Um, but if Cedric does win, then I would expect AJ Styles to go after the Universal Championship. Um, it's where I'm kind of uh, kind of good at with that because you know he has been you know interrupting Seth and Braun lately with the, um, them two going at it for the Universal Championship. So maybe you know if if he does drop the belt, I can't see him going for the Universal Championship. But I don't think I don't think AJ drops the belt yet. I'm gonna say AJ Styles wins and uh, retains the United States Championship. But I think this will be the match of the night. All right, next, we got The Miz versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental Championship. Another match that has absolutely zero build-up. Zero build-up. Um, a match that was thrown together. Um, this could be a pretty good match, though. I mean, Miz is great. Shinsuke Nakamura is great. Has a, he hasn't been used properly since he left NXT in 2016. But um, I'm going to go with... Well, see, Miz is on Raw. 
So they got this little brand split thing. I don't know. Miz, here's my thing. The Intercontinental Championship hasn't really been valued as much lately. And they love making the Miz the Intercontinental Champion because he brings that um, mystique. He brings the value back to the Intercontinental Championship. It makes it feel important again. Miz is a great Intercontinental Champion. One of the best. Eight time. And he's one behind Jericho's record. So, you know, Jericho's not with the company no more. I can definitely see them trying to shatter and break his record. Um, but Shinsuke's on SmackDown. Miz is on Raw. So I feel like this is kind of just thrown together. Um, this one's tough, man. I, I, it, it depends for me. You know, if they want to bring the value back to the Intercontinental Championship, I say have the Miz win. You know, he does that. when he, Every time he's been in the Intercontinental Champion, he's made the temp- championship feel important. He makes it feel like it's, it's a must-see championship that can be in the main event. And Shinsuke hasn't really, you know done much with the championship. I don't think he's been on the last two pay-per-views. So, it was a safe bet. I'm going to go Shinsuke Nakamura for the win, just for the safe bet. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Miz won. My only thing is that he's not on Raw. I mean, he he's on Raw. He's not on SmackDown. So, that's my only thing that kind of throws it off. There's really no point of the brand split anymore anyway, since, you know, they got this whole wild card shit. Um, people just go wherever they want nowadays. So hopefully when they start this draft, they make the brands completely separate when they start uh, to go to Fox on SmackDown and everything. They make the brands completely opposite. So for the safe bet, I'm going to go Shinsuke Nakamura for the win here. Um, next match, we got Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. The boss versus the man. Who doesn't love this? I mean, Sasha Banks came back the night after SummerSlam. Her return was expected to be very soon. Um, and, you know... Her character is her heel character is one of the best female heel characters of all time. When she was in NXT doing the whole boss gimmick and everything, fantastic. And now she has blue hair now instead of purple. I, I'm digging the new Sasha Banks. Um, I like the heel Sasha Banks. I love Becky Lynch. This should be a hard hitting, good match. Becky's had the championships at WrestleMania, so at some point she's gonna drop the championship soon. And I think Sasha Banks is the perfect opponent for her to drop the belt to. But is it time, though? That's the question. Is it right now? Because Sasha Banks has never really had the proper championship run. You know, all her championship wins have been, like, on a Raw. And they've only lasted maybe a couple weeks um, when she was losing to Charlotte Flair every other time. So she's never really had the proper, respectful title run that she deserves. So I feel like now is the time with her character change and everything. No more babyface Sasha Banks. That's that's boo-boo. We want the freaking heel Sasha Banks that we're getting now, which is so much better. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Sasha Banks for the win. I'm going to go for an upset. You no know, championship's got to change. I don't think they're going to have every title retained. So I'm going to go Sasha Banks gets the win here. Maybe Bailey comes out and interferes. Some does interference. Maybe something like that. But I'm going to go Sasha Banks for the win here. I'm going to go Sasha Banks gets the win and becomes the new Raw Women's Champion. And I don't think people are going to be too upset about that. You know, the true hardcore fans of wrestling, I think, will be just very very happy. They have to have the right person to beat Becky because Becky's so over and people love her so much. So, Lacey Evans obviously wasn't the option because nobody really cares about her. No disrespect to her, but um, she does have her fans out there. But the majority of the hardcore fans really don't like her as much. Um, They kind of feel like she's Charlotte 2.0. She's blonde, you know, nice body, nice fatigue and everything. Um, Feel like she was just getting pushed because of her looks, which is, no, I don't. I don't really jump on that bandwagon. I think it's unfair to judge people like that, even though it's true, but... It just, 
it's not right to just go that way down that path. So I'm gonna say Sasha Banks is the perfect opponent for Becky Lynch to lose to. People won't be sad about her losing. People won't be. And see, the thing is, I don't know if people will be happy with Sasha Banks losing either. You know what I mean? I think people would much rather see her win at this point. I think people are okay with Becky dropping the championship to Sasha Banks. So, I'm going to say Sasha Banks for the win here. Uh, next, we got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Fire and desire uh, for the women's tag team titles. Uh, I'm very disappointed how they used the women's tag team titles. Um, I was hoping they'd do better things with this, but obviously, you know, they failed miserably. Um, they haven't pinned valued since they brought him into into the Elimination Chamber up in February. So, uh, I'm glad they are getting the spot on the pay-per-view, even though it's called Classic Champions. Excuse me. They haven't been used on any of the pay-per-views since WrestleMania, I think. So, it's been months since we've seen the women's tag team titles even been involved in something. So... Um, I'm going to say Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville get the win. I know Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross just got the championships, but they've been kind of a tag team that's thrown together. And I think Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville should be the tag team champions since they're an actual team and they've been together for years. Um, it only makes sense to put the titles on them, if you ask me. So I don't see any issue with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross dropping the championships here. So Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville for the win here. Uh, next, we got The New Day. Uh, versus the revival for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. See another thing, the revival's on Raw. Why are they fighting for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles? They're not a SmackDown Tag Team. That's why this whole brand split wildcard shit is just makes no sense. Because you're having SmackDown teams fighting Raw teams. You're having Raw superstars fighting SmackDown superstars for SmackDown championships. And it's like what? Like what? What? What the fuck's going on? Like. If you're going to have an actual brand split, make the brand separate. Make them completely different. Don't make them the same at all. It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I'm easily going with the New Day here. This could be a really good match. You know, they have good chemistry together. Revival or a great tag team. New Day's Hall of Fame tag team. Um, I'm going with the New Day to get the dub here. But, you know, depending on... Because I don't know if the Revival is running with Randy Orton. I don't know if that's an actual faction or a thing. Because they have been doing the little the little things together. But I don't know if that's an actual, like... I don't want to say legacy. But I don't know if that's an actual group that they're putting together. That's what I'm... I don't know if they're doing that or not. So, unless they confirm that officially. I'm going to go with the New Day for the win here. Alright, next match. Triple threat match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Which will probably be on the pre-show. Lince Dorado versus Humberto Curliolo. I don't know how to say this. I don't even know who this is. Um, and Drew Gulak. Now, the rumors are that the uh, 205 Live, Triple H has confirmed that 205 Live, I guess it's not rumors anymore. Um, Triple H has confirmed 205 Live will be leaving and they'll be going to the NXT brand. So, I don't think the Cruiserweight Championship will be around more unless they keep it for NXT. Um, but I'm going Drew Gulak for the win here. Um, probably won't watch this match because it'll be on the pre-show. But with 205 leaving... Um, Wednesday nights and NXC being on Wednesdays. I don't know if the Cruiserweight Championship sticks around. They haven't confirmed that or not. So they just confirmed that 205 Live will no longer be on. And the uh, the superstars will be moving to NXT when they move, I guess, I guess when they move on Wednesdays next week. So I'm going to go with Drew Gulak for the win here. Um, it'll definitely probably be on the pre-show though. Our next match. Bailey versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I'm going Bailey for the win here. 
Charlotte, you know, is a what I think an eight or nine time women's champion. Uh, she's gonna be like sixteen time women's champion, tying her father's record by the time she retires. Um, Charlotte's very very good in the ring though, so I mean, I'm not really gonna complain about that. I mean, she's probably the best female wrestler in WWE, and Bailey. Let's talk about Bailey for a second, man. The Bailey heel turn caught me off guard. Completely shocked me. Surprised me. Um, Bailey has been a hugger, a, a John Cena babyface female for years. She was with a lovable hugger, hugging your kids, and, you know, that lovable babyface character she's been for the past, since, what, 2014, 2015, I believe? It's been a long time, a couple years. And people have actually been wanting her to turn heel for a while. This is, this, you know, people have been asking for this for a while, but... You just never really thought they would go that route. You know, you thought that, you know, Vince might see her just as a babyface in general because she's kind of like the female John Cena of females' babyfaces. So, her heel turn was great. I love her and Sasha together. The Boston Hug connection was cool, but them as a heel, come on, man. That's straight dollar signs, dude. That's nothing but green right there. Money, 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 money. Um... I'm gonna pick. I picked Sasha to win early, so I'm picking Bailey to retain. I think they both have the championships. They both have a good title run as heels, and they're probably gonna continue to feud with Charlotte and Becky, uh, with the four horsewomen thing going on. But I think this will be a really good match. You know, Bailey and Charlotte always have good chemistry together. They've always had good matches, so I, I think uh, Bailey will get the win here. Uh, maybe Sasha comes out and interferes in her match. Who knows? I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think Bailey will win and retain uh, her. Raw Women's Championship. Uh, sorry, the SmackDown Women's Championship. All right, next match we got Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. No disqualification match. This match does not have a championship involved in it. It's funny how they call these pay per views classic champions, but they have matches that don't involve championships. I remember when they used to have Night of Champions, and Night of Champions was just strictly every championship. There was no other matches plus every championship on the line. Go back to Night of Champions 2008. Night of Champions. 2009, even when they had Vengeance, 2007, before they called it Classic Champions, it was all, they all, all the matches were only every championship, and then they started, you know, right around, in 2010, they started, you know, having other matches that weren't championship matches, why are you calling it Classic Champions, you're not going to have every championship on the line, just strictly with those matches, don't add other matches that don't involve championships, it's called Classic Champions for a reason, I don't understand that, um, but obviously, you know, Roman Reigns wasn't on SummerSlam, so you got to have Roman Reigns class champions, right? Um, he's going to fight Eric Rowan. Uh, Roman Reigns will easily win here. Daniel Bryan will probably get involved, too. At some point, it'll lead up to Daniel Bryan in a... Um, it'll lead up to Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at some point. Um, but I, there's no way Eric Rowan wins. I'd be very surprised if he does win. Well, maybe, you know what? Let me take that back. Maybe he does win. Maybe Daniel Bryan comes out. And they and helps Eric Rowan win, cost Roman Reigns the match. Um, I shouldn't say Roman should, should win surprisingly because you never know. Depending on how the angle is going to go with Rowan and you know, obviously Daniel Bryan is denying to the fullest that he ever knew Rowan was attacking Roman Reigns, and Rowan put him through a table last week on SmackDown, you know, and everything. So maybe they're trying to swerve us somehow, you know. I shouldn't say Roman Reigns here wins surprisingly because you never know what the fuck is going to happen in WWE. So, um, Roman Reigns could easily lose if Daniel Bryan comes out and interferes. He's not going to beat Roman Reigns clean. Let me let me get that straight. He's not going to beat Roman Reigns clean. Um, but I'm still picking Roman Reigns to win here. And then he'll probably go on to fight Daniel Bryan. Maybe, maybe at Hell in a Cell or Survivor Series. Somewhere around there. I'm, I'm guessing that's where they're going to lean towards right now. 
But whenever Rumble Reigns and Daniel Bryan lock up, I'm 100% in for that. That should be nothing but a spectacular match. Um, and interesting to see where the feud goes from. I'm not, I haven't really been into the feud much, but this being a no disqualification match intrigues me a lot more. And I think once Daniel Bryan starts being in the matches with Roman Reigns, maybe that'll catch my interest more because they'll have better matches than this one will be. And they can do different... They don't. I, I want them to switch and go with a different storyline, kind of. You know, make the, make the blood a little bit thicker between the two. Um, obviously, you know, Daniel Bryan could be plotting this all along with Rowan. Um, he's trying to deny to save his ass right now. But at some point, you know, he's gonna, he needs to let that heel persona come out and say, you know what, I did do this, Roman. F you, you know. Obviously, he's not going to say the F-bomb, but, you know, I did do this, Roman. I, I've been setting you up for a while. I've been behind this all along. I've been trying to end your career, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Make it personal and make it good. Because Daniel Bryan on the stick... Excuse me, Daniel Bryan on the stick is phenomenal. So they they can definitely sell this match without a doubt. But I'm expecting this to be a one off between Roman and 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 uh, Eric. I think this will be a one off match, and then Daniel Bryan will definitely be thrown into the title picture. Not the title picture, but he'll be thrown into the picture with Roman Reigns, and then they'll go on with their feud. And the feud probably won't last long because they don't do, they don't do long they don't do long lasting feuds anymore. But I think. Uh, once they lock up, it'll be nothing but spectacular stuff. Great matches between the two. All right, next we got Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Now, I picked Randy Orton to win the WWE Championship at SummerSlam, but they did a no contest, so nobody won. Um, so I'm picking Randy Orton to win here. I think at some point, Randy's going to get the championship. I think, you know, from what I've been hearing, they, they said that Eric Bischoff, now that he's on the SmackDown writing team, wants to give Randy Orton a championship push again. And he wants to build him up against the top heel. That's why it was a little, you know, I didn't know if the, him and the Revival were a thing. Because if Randy Orton wins, then I can see the Revival winning. And those two could be a faction together right there. So, that's why it wasn't for sure. They haven't, But they haven't showed him on TV in a couple weeks, though. That's why I'm kind of... You know, is it a faction? Is it not a faction? What are they? What exactly are they doing with Revival and Randy Orton? Are they together? Are they not together? Or are they just trying to beat the New Day? Um, at some point, Kofi's going to drop the championship. But if Kofi doesn't... If Kofi does win here, he will definitely lose to Randy Orton inside Hell in a Cell. So, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna change my prediction. I'm going to say Kofi Kingston wins. I'm changing it on the fly. Kofi Kingston wins... Randy Orton will beat Kofi Kingston inside Hell in a Cell at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view in October. So I'm going with that. Kofi Kingston for the dub here at Night of Champions. And then at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, Randy Orton will beat Kofi inside Hell in a Cell for the, and become a 14-time world champion. Um, it's crazy, you know, Randy Orton's a 13-time champion, man. I don't know how people feel about superstars winning those multiple championships. You know, Edge's got 12. Randy's got 13. Triple H's got 14. Cena's got 16. Time Ric Flair with 16. So... I don't know how people really feel about them winning multiple, multiple championships, especially as they get older and older. Randy will be, he's 39, so he'll be 40 next year. And he's still capable of going. No, he's still one of the best end-ring performers, best athletes in WWE right now. Um, he's still full-time on TV every week. So, at this point in his career, he doesn't really need the championship anymore. I think Randy Orton will even tell you that himself. He doesn't really need the fucking championship anymore. But if that's what they want to do, he's not going to deny being WWE champion. You know what I mean? It's the WWE championship, so he'd be fucking stupid to turn that down. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, 
he'd be stupid to turn it down. But I think this might, if he does win the WWE Championship, this probably will be his last championship run as WWE Champion ever. Because, um, like I said, he doesn't really need the WWE Championship anymore. He's he's pretty much bigger than the championship now. He's a legend. He's not the legend killer anymore. He's a, he's the legend. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's been money. He's been U.S. Champion, Intercontinental Champion, uh, Tag Team Champion. He's won Money in the Bank. He's won two World Rumbles. He's headlined and sold out pay per views all over the world. He's main event at WrestleMania twice. He's beaten superstars, icons, legends in the ring. I mean, he's he's done pretty much everything there is to do. Randy Orton is the fucking man. Uh, he's done everything there is to do in the world of professional wrestling and WWE. So he's a first ballot Hall of Famer without a doubt. So when he does win the WWE Championship again, because he's going to win the WWE Championship, people. He's going to win it again, whether you guys want to or not. He's going to win the WWE Championship. When he does, it'll probably be his last championship run. So, um, I'm going Kofi Kingston for the win here. But, I'm going to say this once again. Randy Orton will win the WWE Championship at Hell in a Cell, inside Hell in a Cell in October. Alright, next we got Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman defending the Raw Tag Team titles against Robert Roode, a.k.a. Bobby Roode, and Dolph Ziggler. Um, hmm. Obviously, I'm going Seth and Braun, but, well, it's a little fishy to me, man, because they're they're having a match right after, so, do they retain the championships? And you know what? I'm going to say Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler are going to win the titles. They love throwing, they, they love screwing up tag team wrestling anyway, fuck it. They're going to throw the titles on Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler just to make them a random tag team for no reason that'll last probably for the rest of the year but won't be doing anything or won't be over with the people because nobody's going to give a shit about them. Uh, people are, are over Dolph Ziggler. They already ruined Bobby Roode um, they, since he left NXT. So he's you know in his 40s now. They're not going to push him to the, as being the top guy. I'm going to go Seth and, and Braun drop the tag team titles to uh, Rude and Ziggler. And then the next match is Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. So then I'm going... This one is tough for me, man. And the only reason is because Bray Wyatt is facing the winner at Hell in a Cell. Probably inside Hell in a Cell too, The Fiend. Do you have The Fiend beat the monster among men, Braun Strowman? Which will get him extremely, extremely over as they want him to? Or do you have The Fiend beat Seth Rollins? He was pretty, pretty much the top guy there. Seth Rollins has pretty much been the top guy in 2019. Um, I mean, he won. He started off the year, won the Royal Rumble, beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the championship, and then beat Brock Lesnar again at SummerSlam for the championship. So Seth Rollins has been their top guy in 2019. But The Fiend, though, man, there's no way The Fiend's losing regardless. I mean, The Fiend is literally one of the coolest fucking characters I've seen in a long time. They can't ruin this shit. If WWE ruins this Bray Wyatt version, I will lose all respect for them because the first character Bray Wyatt, they already destroyed and ruined. But they, they have so much money written all over this, man. You got so much money written all over this guy with The Fiend character and shit, man. With merch and everything, you have to protect this. And when Bray Wyatt does come to lose... It has to be the right way. And now, obviously, it's way too early for him to lose. He's not losing at all. I'm just saying, whenever he does, it has to be the right way against the right opponent. But does he beat Braun Strowman? Or does he beat Seth Rollins? You know what? I'm going to go Seth Rollins, retain the Universal Championship, and he'll face Seth at Hell in a Cell. And he'll go on to beat Seth um, for the championship. 
even though it's kind of early, you know, them putting the championship on him, I guess they really want to push him forward with the championship, make him a monster champion. But to me, I wouldn't put the championship until I wouldn't. Me personally, I would not put the championship on him until after WrestleMania because I think Bray Wyatt should fight and beat bigger superstars before he gets the championship. So, like, I would have him. I would have him fight the Undertaker again and have him beat the Undertaker. Um, I would have him fight John Cena again if if John Cena comes back and have him beat John Cena. I would have him fight Roman Reigns and him have him beat Roman Reigns. I would have him fight the superstars that he didn't get to beat when people wanted him to win. So when he first came uh, at WrestleMania 30 when he fought John Cena. And that character was so, so over. So, so over at that time. That character was so over, but he didn't get to win the feud because nobody was beating John Cena in the feud. Um, so I would have him beat the superstars that he didn't get to beat when he should have beat them. So I would have him beat John Cena. I would have him beat Roman Reigns when they, the next year they had him uh, lose to Roman Reigns in that feud. I would have him beat The Undertaker when they had him lose to Undertaker at WrestleMania. Uh, I would have him beat... Um, so you could even have him beat Triple H. Have, have him destroy and beat the, the COO of the company. Have him beat Triple H. Have him beat Braun Strowman, the monster among men. I would definitely have him beat Brock Lesnar. Him beating Brock Lesnar would be huge. Him beating the Beast would be huge. Um, the match that was supposed to happen at WrestleMania 32 but didn't happen. I would have him slay and beat all the people that he wants vengeance against. He wants, you know, because he's all about hurt and heal because of his character. You know, he's got the the Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt and he's got the Fiend Bray Wyatt. So... He got the happy, you know, Bray Wyatt that's trying to sell you bullshit. And then he's got the, the dangerous Bray Wyatt, the destroyer Bray Wyatt. I would have him beat all the guys that he didn't get to beat when he should have beat them. Um, it's Kind of going back in the cycle. I mean, have him going back and, and accomplishing what he felt like he should have accomplished. So it only makes sense to me to do that. And I would have him face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Because it's, 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 him facing Brock at WrestleMania, that's hard to call. People are going to be like, dude, are they going to have Bray Wyatt beat Brock Lesnar or are they going to have Brock destroy the Fiend character already? It's it's a match you can't call. I don't care what anybody says. If you say you can call, you're full of shit. Um, it's a match you cannot call because Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. But then Bray Wyatt, with this character so over, are they really going to do the right things to protect it? Or are they going to shit on it and have him lose to Brock? So, I think him facing Brock at WrestleMania would be great. He can even be Goldberg. Bring Goldberg back and have Goldberg put him over. That would be great if if, if he beat Goldberg. That would be great. That would be a, a very short match because Goldberg's matches aren't, aren't long. I think that would be a great, great thing. Um, have him beat John Cena. Have him beat Roman Reigns. Have him beat Braun Strowman. Have him beat Goldberg. Have him beat Triple H. Have him beat Undertaker. Have him beat Seth Rollins. Randy Orton. You know, he needs his revenge on Randy Orton too. Have him beat all the guys that... He should have beat and have him beat have him beat legends too. Have him put down the legends. So Goldberg, Taker, Triple H, John Cena, all legends. Have him put those guys down. Beat them. He never beat uh, Roman Reigns. Never got to beat Brock Lesnar either. Never got to face Brock Lesnar. Um, never beat Randy Orton at WrestleMania either. So have him beat all those guys that he didn't get to beat and have him slay some of those legends. You know, I think they would do. That's how you book Bray Wyatt right there. That's that's his money. Have him beat all those guys. What? That's that's that would extremely make him look powerful and dominant. So, um, I'm going Seth with the win here, though, against Braun Strowman. And then he'll go on to face Bray Wyatt at um, The Fiend. He'll go on to face The Fiend at Hell in a Cell. Which, I don't know if it'll be Hell in a Cell match, but that's where they'll be headed for that, too. So, 
I want to also plug in my uh, YouTube channel, NarcolepsyBoy94. Make sure you guys go subscribe to my channel. Uh, today I'll be doing a trivia debate show live um, with uh, my man Kyron Chase and Steve from the Wrestling Ramble. We do those pretty much every week. I do trivia battles. I do wrestling reactions. I do what y'all have tomorrow for Nut Class Champions. I do wrestling podcasts. I do sports podcasts, NFL, NBA. Uh, I talk Disney as well, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network. I talk pretty much all that stuff. My channel is a, a mixture of a bunch of stuff. So, um, tonight, I think I'll uh, tonight I'll be doing a uh, live trivia battle show, and then tomorrow I'll have reactions for Class of Champions. So, make sure you guys show me some love on my YouTube channel. I'm uh, over 5K subscribers, uh, reaching for 6K now. So. Hopefully, hopefully my goal is to reach 10k by the end of the year. Hopefully, we can see that it'll happen. But make sure you guys can subscribe to my channel, NarcolepsyBoy94, for some good wrestling content, uh, some good trivia stuff, um, some good podcasts that you'll enjoy, just like this one, hopefully. Um, and make sure you guys give this a listen, share this with all your friends on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, Snapchat. Make sure you guys show me some love. I will have more content coming from my channel. I will have top 10s coming on here. I'll be talking NBA. I'll be talking NFL. I'll be talking a lot of things on my um, on my uh, podcast now, and I'll be more consistent for you guys. So make sure you guys give this a like. Go subscribe to my channel, NarcolepsyBoard94, and make sure you watch Class of Champions tomorrow night, 7 p.m. on the east, I think 4 p.m. on the west. So make sure you guys... Go watch that tomorrow and look for my reactions on my YouTube channel.